What's going on, everybody? This is Dan Go from Smack Talk. I have the Smack Talk crew here with me. We got Insider BA, Timo, Macho Man Maddie Savage, and we're coming at you with Fast Lane. But before we get started, make sure you go and follow our social media accounts on Instagram, underscore Smack Talk, uh, at Twitter, underscore Smack Talk. Smack Talk, yep. Don't forget Insider BA for the rumors. That is at underscore Insider BA. And then Facebook is official Smack Talk. We're ready to roll. Gentlemen. Don't forget to turn the bells on. Always turn on the bells, you know. Turn on the notifications. You'll know when we go live or when we ever post. That's the way it's got to be. Because I tell you right now, if you follow Insider BA on on Twitter or X, um, I've dropped a lot of... uh, spicy meatballs these past few days and i have something saved up for later in the show and we'll leave it at that let's jump right into it guys how do you feel about fast lane i uh there's some pretty good matches on there i really really am looking forward to one match in particular uh i think it's been one of the best uh kind of programs they've been running recently in WWE, and that's Seth freaking Rollins versus Shinsuke Nakamura. I'm so glad we get to see this side of Shinsuke. It took way too long. Um, And Seth freaking Rollins, it's been one of the best storylines for me personally, just because, I don't know, Seth Rollins, he's getting challenged, man. This has been his best like opponent with that World Heavyweight Championship. It's about time that title got some respect and Seth freaking Rollins is putting the respect on that title. Wow. I thought you were going to make a pick already. I was like, wait, wait, we no, got to get there, man. I just said I'm, uh, I'm excited. No, ready for that, man. Um, I, I kind of agree with Timo. I mean, looking at this card up and down, I mean, there ain't many matches. It's five matches to talk about. The only match that really has a true story behind it is Seth Rollins and Shinsuke. So uh, that's the match I'm looking forward to the most as well. Yeah. I'm going to go with a curveball here. It's been a while since I've seen Charlotte Flair and I'm ready for it. So that is that my one go-to match. I got to go with my guy, LA Knight, you know, I'm just looking forward to Cena and LA Knight. What's going to happen with that tag team and what the bloodline and whatever's brewing in that story. So that's what I'm looking forward to. I can't, I can't wait to talk about that match. It's going to be amazing. Let's might kick be, it. Might be the main event. Who knows? Hey, that's a bonus question. Hold that. Yes. Let's jump right into it, guys. Fast lane. Now this, these matches that we're going to go over that we were reviewing aren't in any particular order, but we're going to start off with, LWO, uh, Rey Mysterio, Santos Escobar, and either Joaquin Wilde or Cruz Del, Del Toro with Zelina Vega. <laughs> that was just fun to read. <laughs> Versus Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits. How are we feeling here? Matt, you so, want to uh, take that? Yeah, so uh, for those of you that saw SmackDown or didn't, um, Bobby Lashley took on Rey Mysterio tonight. And, you know, a bunch of shenanigans between LWO and the Street Profits on the outside. Uh, Street Profits fucked up, uh, what's his name? Wa- Joaquin. And, uh, yeah, th- those two jabronis. And apparently yeah. they're both uh, out of commission. And there was a backstage segment where Rey Mysterio said he's going to make a phone call. 
to find that third partner for this match. Don't know who that could be, um, but don't expect to see the other two jabronis in this match. When it comes to the match itself, I don't care who Rey Mysterio calls. Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits cannot lose this match. Uh, so for that reason, I'm going with them. Um, and I'm going with Santos Escobar to take the pin. Wow. So I was going to see, I, I'm going to stick with it because I almost want to change my pick just because I really just thought about it, but I'm not going to overthink it. I'll stick with Bobby Lashley and the street profits because they need it more. And if you haven't been watching the whole Ray and Santos uh, potential turning uh, more like Santos turning on Ray, they've been, they've been teasing that and like, it's eventually going to happen. Santos will have the legato, the Fantasma, like he used to have in uh, in NXT. There was a lot of swagger there. Um, Ray obviously is going to be passing the torch to Santos, regarding as the as the Latino W superstar in the main roster, and it's almost like Bobby Lashley is upset with how the profits are presenting themselves. And, you know, and that's why we're here now because the profit street profits interfered after Ray and Santos United States championship match and caused this whole match to, to uh, assemble in right in front of our eyes, obviously. So it's like, what if the street profits fuck up again? And Bobby Lashley's like, yo, we lost Angelo Montez, whoever gets pinned. You some bitches, like you guys don't got it. I'm gonna go find something else. Like they could keep building that, but the more and more I think about it, I have Santos Escobar taking the pin because I can see a miscommunication uh going on with his mentor, Rey Mysterio. Fucking gay, so fucking stupid. Like get the fuck off out of here already. Like, go go be all elite, man. Just get the fuck out. Like, I'm done with Ray. Fucking United States champion. What a joke. Wow. Hating on a legend, hating on a legend. But however, oh, I have Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits winning. I'm gonna start right there just because I think they need to win. They're gonna win. I really like what Bobby Lashley is building with the Street Profits. They have a pretty interesting dynamic going on. Like you said, like man, he's trying to straighten them out the way he wants them to act. They did that. We have this match. Um and I think this stable could go really far. It reminds me, uh, I think they could be better than the Hurt Business if they play it out right because Montez Ford and Angelo Dawkins are just two, they're already superstars, but probably futures of the company. You can say um, it, they're better than Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander. It's just the facts, man. Yeah. I mean, Cedric Alexander, yes. I don't know. Shelton Benjamin, one of the most underrated superstars. That's why true. Uh, so those are big shoes to fill, in my opinion. And speaking of that third mystery member, Rey Mysterio, call up your boy Carlito because that's who's coming through. That's going to be your team, uh, your third tag team partner. And it's just going to be a shame he's going to come back and lose in this pay-per-view and probably take the pin. You know what? I'm going with that for my bonus point. Carlito taking the pin. Wow. That's, that, that's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> that would definitely be a surprise i know i did read a rumor uh regarding fast lane as a whole and the rumor states that don't 
think that the show will be as predictable as you as you can as you think for what's announced. So who knows what's going to happen? We could I mean we can move on to the next matchup. Dango, what, what we got? Uh well, my pick real quick is oh, I'm sorry. I thought you made your pick. Lashley. No, it's cool. Bobby Lashley and the Street Profits definitely need to make this a dub here. I also have Santos Escobar with a pin, but it's just food for thought. So I picked up what Insider BA said um, that the Street Profits aren't really holding up to the Bobby Lashley standard. Something to think about. What if that's one of the re- what if that's the reason why they lose? Because the standard right. of Bobby Lashley is so high and they yeah. don't follow the standard and they they lose, they goof. So that could yeah. be something there. Not that I want to see it, because I, I really enjoy the three right now. I think it's interesting that they're actually going heel here. I mean, they the the clear direction for the team is now being a heel faction when it looked like they were gonna be baby faces at first. I prefer the heel end of it. Um my closing thought on this match is after what I saw tonight, Bobby Lashley and Rey Mysterio in the same ring. Oh, that must have been hilarious. Man, Bobby Lashley needs to become the United States champion again. They didn't even mm. mention the fact that he pinned the United States champion tonight, but he did. Mm. But all Michael Cole kept saying is, I don't know how he's not broken in half. I don't <laughs> know. Because he speared him, obviously. And Rey Mysterio yeah. was like four foot nothing, so... Exactly. Uh, fuck Ray. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> yep. Let's move on. Gentlemen, we have the women's championship match. Eo Sky, Asuka, and Charlotte Flair. I'll kick this one off real quick. Uh, unfortunately, I think nothing happens here. I think Eo Sky retains, even though it's been a fair run for me. I don't think it was. I don't mind if she loses here. But I spit in the face of that. Yeah, so I got I Charlotte Flair. I, I want to see Charlotte Flair. I think she just needs to have the belt at this point. Ooh, Charlotte Flair, son but of a bitch. I I'm, I'm I think Eo Sky retains, and I got Oscar taking the pin. Okay, I, I have the same thing. Um, you know, I wouldn't be surprised to see Charlotte win just because. I mean, she's Charlotte Flair. She's won the championship a hundred times. So what's a hundred and one? Um, but. I don't really, I mean, I haven't really been catching too much SmackDown as of late, so I don't really know what the real story is there. I feel like I can't see the title changing hands at this point. I think right. there's more of a longer-term story going on with uh, damage control. Oscar's um, going to be on NXT on Tuesday. She's not going there as the women's champion, I don't think. Um, I actually have her taking the pin here as well. So, the Tim, you want to go? Believe it or not, I have exactly the same thing. I have you, Sky, retaining. I think it's just too soon to take the title off of her. This is actually her first title defense on a pay-per-view event. She's defended it a couple times on TV. But I just don't think they're going to take it off of her yet. And I have Charlotte taking the pin. Um, I just don't see her. It's just way too early, in my opinion, to do anything. So the, the story that's been going on with these three is uh, EO had the match with Asuka. I can't remember if it was a clean win or if somebody got involved. Maybe Charlotte. I, I honestly can't remember that the ending. I just know that uh, Charlotte appeared two weeks ago and had a match with Bailey. 
and before her match, as you know, Charlotte is one of the goats, of course. But she's like, you know, EO, once I'm done with Bailey, I'm coming for you. That's my title. And just like that, I'm sold. It's amazing. It's you just gotta say that you're Charlotte Flair. Give the woo at the end. It's like it's that simple. I don't know if she's a baby face or heel because I've been following that that much. I just know that uh, this match was made because Bailey volunteered EO to make it a triple threat with Oscar and Charlotte because Oscar came out for, to to help out Charlotte well, the week after or something like that, and that's when it's like Bailey. It was kind of like a weird segue. It's like. They needed to make the match, but obviously EO doesn't speak good English and Oscar is just literally blabbering in the, in the mic. And then Charlotte said what she said. And so Bailey's like, yeah, fuck it. EO's going to defend it against you two. She, she's got this. And then EO looks like, what are you doing? Like the kind of like what Bailey would do if they volunteered Bailey to defend a title. It's kind of the same thing, but rules reverse now. Uh, the rumor is, of course, uh, you know, take it a grain of salt. It could change, but the three of damage control will culminate at WrestleMania 40 in a triple threat match. Whoever wins there wins. But uh, what I know is that EO will not be the champ going into WrestleMania 40. Does she lose it Saturday? I think it's too soon. I have EO Sky retaining with Asuka taking the pin. She's going to go down to uh, NXT. She's going to be down there for a while, Keep the, which means I don't see her being on SmackDown. Bianca Belair eventually has to show up again. The rumor is Charlotte's going to be the champ going into WrestleMania 40. Things can change. We're only in October. Uh, we're not on the road to WrestleMania yet. Royal Rumble's a few few months away. We still got Survivor Series to go, maybe War Games. Hey, I'm all here for it. Oh, yeah. A lot can happen here. Hey, before, before we go to the next match, um, because we're talking about women superstars and the fact that I have AEW Rampage on in the background right now, I just yes. want to quickly share and make it publicly known that Marina Shafir and Nyla Rose are whack as fuck. <laughs> and I, I, I'll leave it at that. It, it, these, they're, they're terrible. Yeah, like she, she don't even know how to fight. Oh, my God. I forgot which uh, – Marina is the uh, Roderick Strong's wife, right? Is she? I think so. Oh she used God. to be in NXT for, like, not even, like, a month. Yeah, But she, Nyla, yeah. is she, like, an OG? Yes, she was, the first, she was one of the first uh, yeah, women champions I, in AEW. Correct. I, I know who it is. I, I don't know the no. We we got to do some more AEW podcasts, fellas. Really, though? Like, they don't even have an attendance there. So why should we give them our time? Well, maybe we can help boost those numbers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I barely follow. I that was, that was some smack talk right there, if I ever heard it. Wow. Yeah, see what you did there. Let's jump right back into the fast lane card, fellas. We have the undisputed tag team championship match here with the Judgment Day versus Cody Rose and Jay Uso. Main event. Jay Uso. Um, Yikes. You know, I don't want this. I don't want a tag team of Cody Rhodes and Jay Uso. And it's like. One, they need to eventually split up the tag team titles. That's a whole nother scenario. Uh, the Judgment Day I have retaining here, uh, they won't be the whole 
teasing of the breakup is obviously on hold for now. Wait until after War Games Survivor Series. And it's just, you know, this whole story of, God, Cody, Cody, you know, he worked his magic. He brought Jey Uso to Raw. And now we're fucking, what, eight weeks, six weeks, five weeks of they don't give us the re- what the other half of the trade is going to be. I know what they're doing. They're saving the the other half of the trade for after the Rumble, the road to WrestleMania. It all makes sense of the story because that's all Cody Rhodes does. He talks about his dad and his story. Fuck Cody Rhodes, man. Like I, I as much as I love, you know, singing his song and everything else, it's just <clears throat> fuck, man. He if he goes and faces Roman a few months from now, he's gonna lose again. And I'm gonna fucking love it. And it's just I'm already looking forward to the American nightmare heel turn. That's what I want. I want that he's going to finish his story and he's going to say, fuck you all. And it's going to be great because a heel prevails, a baby face falls every time when you hold the title. And you know, that's the way it is. I just want to add something to that. I think if we get the American Nightmare as a heel, I think it would be perfect if they did it a la Stone Cold when he teamed up with Vince McMahon and turned heel to beat The Rock and finally get that title, to finally finish his story. So that that's how I would want to see Cody Rhodes turn heel, turning heel to win the belt, working with, I don't know, however they get it down the road, that would be... Paul Heyman? Paul Heyman, that would be something... Wow. Something to see, and they do that callback to Stone Cold and Vince McMahon. That would be crazy. Although once Stone Cold did that, that little heel run didn't really last too long or work out too well. But um, as for this tag team match, uh, Cody Rhodes and Jey Uso teaming up doesn't do it for me. I don't want to see them as champs because I don't know where they go from there. It'd be kind of whack in my opinion. Uh, I think one way that this could get messed up or Cody Rhodes and Jey Uso could lose this match is Drew McIntyre has something to say about it because he's been uh, not too happy with them. So, yeah, I don't know. That's that's kind of how I see it going. I have uh, the Judgment Day retaining and I have Jey Uso taking the pin. That's going to be another great chapter to the whole Cody Rhodes story is Drew McIntyre as that heel as he should be yeah. is going to fuck up Cody Rhodes and I'm going to love every second of it. And unfortunately, Drew McIntyre ain't going to fucking win anything because Cody Rhodes is the poster boy. I mean, sorry, he's not the poster boy. Roman Reigns is the poster boy. Cody Rhodes is the the baby face. He's the John Cena. Actually, I don't even know how to compare him, to be fucking totally honest. I don't really give a shit. Jey Uso is taking a pin, by the way, for me. Exactly. <laughs> that was awesome. I actually have uh, Judgment Day retain, uh, yeah, retaining... And also Jey Uso with the pin, as you can't have Cody Rhodes take the pin here because exactly. it's all eyes. So an- another interesting piece, I guess, of this story from SmackDown tonight was the fact that uh, Rhea Ripley had 
her little meeting with Paul Heyman backstage. I don't know if you guys saw this, if you read about it. And I meant to say this before the podcast, but uh, she suggested partnering up with the bloodline judgment day and bloodline. And she wanted uh, Paul Heyman to authorize it. And she told Paul Heyman to acknowledge her. She don't give a fuck. It's great. I love it. That's awesome. Long story short, uh, by the end of the show, Roman Reigns, of course, via cell phone, authorized the whole partnership between the two for at least SmackDown tonight. Don't know if that's going to carry over uh, into Fastlane, and that's going to be ultimately how Judgment Day retains. War um, games. Or War Games or whatever is going to be in the future. But I think we're not putting – I mean – Cody obviously always ends up being the focal point of the story because everybody wants to talk about Cody, whether you like him, whether you don't. Um, I'm going to shine more of a light here on the Judgment Day because if they lose, it it makes sense for the story that they're telling because it's obviously all about the dissension with Damian Priest and Finn Balor. You can, you can bring that back again. Ultimately, I think they're going to retain. Um, I don't know how. Jay Uso is going to take the pin. I don't know how. I, I really can't paint you the picture of this story. <laughs> no pun intended there. But yeah. uh, Jay Uso on Raw thus far, meh. You know, I, I actually. How, I like how he gets the crowd going. You know, it's. Yeah. Yeah. He's got that swagger. Up. Yeah. He, he definitely has the swagger, but I'm just not sure. I, I actually. I just don't to, know if he's gonna make it, man. He has I want to ask. Guy. I want to ask this question now because I I meant to actually bring it up, and I'm glad you 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 said what you said because a lot of people were giving Jimmy Uso shit for what he's doing on SmackDown, right? Because he didn't really have a sense of direction until the past maybe three weeks or so, maybe four. Um, Jay, of course, went to Raw. Fuck the Bloodline. Fuck SmackDown. Um, Quentin WWE. Comes to Raw because of Cody. They're kind of in limbo because we don't know why he's on Raw because of that trade because they're going to save that for later. So it's like, then it's like, hey, Jay, come join the Judgment Day. Jay's the babyface. No, I'm going to go be with Cody Rhodes. And now we have a tag team. And now we have a tag team title match. And now I'm going to lose. And I'm going to take the pin. And But it's just like, your main event, Jay Uso. Well, are you the main event? Or are you just second fiddle to Cody Rhodes? Just like you were second fiddle to Roman Reigns. It's the same shit. So now look at Jimmy's side. Jimmy is like, Jimmy don't give a fuck. He's doing everything without a th- like authorization from, from the tribal chief. Because, of course, he's taking his, his time off. Rightfully so. We get it. You know, he's going to show up next week on SmackDown and then build into Crown Jewel. But he's been off TV for what a month, maybe two since SummerSlam. Maybe I, I think it's since SummerSlam, maybe, or the SmackDown after SummerSlam. And Jimmy has just been like, I love Paul Heyman, his facial, like what he does and everything. It's just like uh, you shouldn't be doing that, Jimmy. You know, you should be getting like authorization. Call Roman Reigns. Like it, it is such great storytelling. And of course, it revolves around once again. The bloodline and that whole story. It's its an amazing story. It's been going on for three years. It's just like now put them side by side. I know it's only been a month, 
What has Jay done? And what has Jimmy done? Which one do you prefer? Still Jay. Still Jay, because he's main event Jay. He's got that swagger. Yeah, because I Jimmy mean, is still in that bloodline story. You get that solo run. Everybody wants that solo run where they're a solo guy. I know he's putting this tag team right now, but it's just temporary because they're not with him. My biggest problem, and I was going to save this for the, the the that Jimmy and solo match is Jimmy's part of the story doesn't make sense to me. Right. He was the guy in the bloodline that was initially trying to get Jay to understand that Roman is trying to brainwash him and, you know, run shit and do all this, that, and the other. And then Jimmy's the first one that wanted out. Yes. And now Jimmy's back in. Because he had nowhere to go. He lost his twin brother. Doesn't make sense sense well well i i doesn't i think sense. i think this is the worst part of the bloodline story in the three years it's been going okay yeah i i i, I probably agree with that absolutely it, it feels it's, like it's so out of the norm it's just too all over the place nothing's clean yep. here yep. and it's honestly it's because we need to get to the road to wrestlemania that's what it comes down to they're really just trying to get there. However, if Roman wins again, which of course he's breaking records left and right, the next record to break, I could be wrong, is Hulk Hogan's uh, uh, longest reign, which I think is number three. And I think Bob Blackland's number two. But the next thing to break is Hulk Hogan, which Hulk Hogan's reign, Roman will break that next year of september 2024 which means we're going to be talking about this we're in october one year from now if he's still champ what can they do for that story in another year that would be wild wild it's crazy it really is i mean does the thing is does does it it need to be the bloodline story for him to really break that record because eventually there's nothing left to tell i don't like they, they talk so about being in the third inning uh what was that after wrestlemania but it's like yeah we're sitting here now six months later and i feel like it's 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 run its course i don't know what else you're gonna do here i there's two things left to do yeah it's solo and the rock that's it all right three things left to do you're gonna have that match again with cody then that could happen next or last. It has nothing to do with the bloodline, though. What do you mean? It has nothing to do with the bloodline. I'm talking about the bloodline story. He's got the bloodline people with him. Eh. The only Okay. Disregard Cody, then. Then there's two more parts of the bloodline story. Two more innings. It's Solo and The Rock. That's it. The Rock said it on Pat McAfee's show. Or what yeah. I think it was Pat McAfee's show. He literally said it was supposed to happen at 39. Why would he say that? Because goddamn it, it's gonna happen at 40. It's gonna fucking happen at 40. Because the rumor is that Roman Reigns match will be set up in Australia at Elimination Chamber. And The Rock, take it with a grain of salt. I don't think he has a match in 
Australia. He's either going to be the host or maybe a special ref, which will then set up his match with Roman Reigns at WrestleMania 40. Here we go. We're finally going to get what we were supposed to get last year. And then Cody was supposed to happen this year. But reverse, Cody happened last year. Cody's going to lose his match in Australia. So he's, it's happening one month early. Sorry, buddy. But what does Cody do at WrestleMania? I have no fucking idea. But I wouldn't be surprised if that's the direction we go at with this. Because that whole trade is going to happen during the road WrestleMania. And it's going to lead to Australia, WrestleMania 40. Yeah, it's a good take. I mean, how? what other way can you go with the bloodline story? It's <laughs> That's what's left to say. There's nothing more. It's the rock. There, it needs to happen. It needs to happen. Speaking of legends, check out this segue. Next yep. match, we have John Cena. <laughs> His name is John Cena. Boy, I thought you were talking about LA Knight. Ooh. <laughs> you got the rocket strapped on that, man. And I see it. Yeah, man. It was great. He, that main event was great. He's got great moves. Uh, let's see. Where are we going here with this? It is John Cena and LA Knight versus the bloodline, Jimmy Uso and Sola Sokoa. Right, right. But how is this? Pro- how are we strapping the rocket on LA Knight after this? Oh, you want me to start? Absolutely. Here I go. Brian, since you missed SmackDown before you even get into this, okay. LA Knight was officially endorsed by Paul Heyman. He called him the next megastar. He's Paul Heyman? Yep. Yeah. Perfect. Even better. Go I ahead. love it. So, how, how do I start this? Let's see. Well, I'll give you my winner. It is John Cena and LA Knight. Jimmy Uso, you take the pin. Because you've you've caused all this. We know the story. We know why the match is happening. AJ Styles was originally rumored to be John Cena's opponent. I'm sorry, uh, um, partner. And instead, gets taken out. We will get Roman Reigns versus AJ Styles at Crown Jewel at on November 5th. So that's, there you go. It's not a prediction. That's a spoiler. That's the next man to face Roman. What John Cena LA Knight do from here? Oh, wow. He's facing Jimmy Uso and Solo Sokoa. This is not a rumor. This is more of my opinion. I see LA Knight facing Jimmy Uso because LA Knight's going to pin Jimmy. That's Crown Jewel. Then you have John Cena. Maybe faces Solo at Crown Jewel. You got all three guys. And after Crown Jewel, they all team up again to go into Survivor Series War Games. Bang. Just paint you the picture. But now, where does LA Knight get that rocket strapped to him? You know, I I hope, because I keep hearing the rumors, and I've heard more now, that after Fastlane, you're going to see a lot cooking with LA Knight. And you have Paul Heyman now endorsing him. And you have LA Knight calling out Roman. Fuck. It, it's like, I don't want it to happen. I really don't. I hope they don't do it. But LA Knight needs to win the Royal Rumble. And then whatever happens in that trade will send his ass to Raw. You know, go face the World Heavyweight title. 
Because Paul knows. Paul knows what he sees. He just said, you're a megastar. He sees what he sees, and he knows that he can beat Roman Reigns. So send him away, because I ain't want that. But if we get LA Knight versus Roman Reigns at the Rumble, that rocket is strapped and instantly crashed very fast. And I don't want that to happen because LA Knight will lose to Roman at the Rumble because of what's more innings to the Bloodline story and Roman Reigns in his record-breaking reigns. So stay tuned because there's going to be a lot more. LA Knight's basically carrying SmackDown with the Bloodline right now. Nothing else is happening over there. Sorry for the EO Sky and the girls. Nothing's going on there. Rey Mysterio in the United States title. What a joke. It's you tune into SmackDown. You're watching LA Knight. The crowd wants to watch LA Knight. They pop as soon as he came out to help John Cena. Any, anytime. And Bloodline, Jimmy Uso, Roman Reigns. That's the two stories happening on SmackDown. And I just unfortunately hope that we don't get Rowan versus LA earlier than expected. If it's going to happen, that'd be fucking wild if it happens at WrestleMania. I don't think that's how it happens. But, yeah. I mean, maybe this uh, endorsement by Paul Heyman could be something of a message of, you go for Seth Rollins. We're friends here. Go. Yeah. I think that's what Paul's setting up. He's like, be buddy-buddy. You know, like Triple H, Batista, and Ric Flair, you know? Batista gave the thumbs down. He said, fuck you, Triple H. But LA Knight's gonna be like, hey, thumbs up. I wanna make money. I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go to Raw. I'm gonna run that fucking show too. Oh. So we'll see. The future is very bright for LA Knight. Yeah, I hope so. I think he was great today. Nice um, I'm gonna I, uh, my, no, pick, my pick here will be John Cena and LA Knight, Jimmy Uso taking a pick. Uh, I think you guys covered most of it. I mean, it's pretty simple. They're pairing L.A. Knight up with the legend, Hall of Famer, probably top five WWE superstar of all time, John Cena. They got that legend rub coming on to him, and he's this is just a little probably bump in the road to get Roman Reigns to come back because they're going to whoop the bloodline's ass, and they're going to be calling for Daddy Roman. Please come save us. Please come save us. That's how I see this going. Uh, LA Knight, Cena win easily, and I'm going to go with uh, Jimmy to take the pin. Yeah, that might be uh, across the board because I have the same thing. Uh, no way Cena and LA Knight lose here. Um, yeah, I mean, it truly be a Styles shot. has to come back into the story at some point. Uh, yep. I don't know if he's legitimately injured inside. You got any insight on that? Mm-hmm. He's not injured. It's all part of the story. Yeah. They they saw part of the story. Okay. Well, he did something to do to do with LA Knight, and they said, "AJ, take take the sideline for this for this pay per view." Oh, random. So it's interesting. Random. It's interesting. But what do you what do you before we go to that last match we have here? How do you guys feel about the John Cena with current John Cena run? Uh, I, I love uh, watching it out of respect. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a good way to put it because he, he, he's not 
He's not John Cena from 10, 15 years ago. You know? No. No. He, his, it's tough like, to get old. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's funny because, you know, Cena on a recent interview said, I would love to face Roman again. And then Dave Meltzer took that and ran with it and said, oh, yeah, we're going to get that at Crown Jewel. We're not getting that Crown Jewel. It's it's the stick to the story. You're I mean, going to get AJ versus Roman. It depends how long Cena's going to stick around, though. You know, I mean, he's already involved with this whole blood, bloodline story. So I think he's done after Crown Jewel. Which is what, November? The next one? Month. Yep. Uh, actually, does he go to Survivor Series? That's a very good question. Hmm. I don't know. I just know the writer's strike is over, isn't it? I don't think so. Oh, I thought it was. I thought it came with an agreement. Oh, they're still going. Well, man's going to fucking win the Rumble then. Funny that you said Survivor Series because the ending of today's SmackDown kind of reminded me of what the Survivor Series that SmackDown would bring. Yeah. They had uh, Jay, Cody. They had, um, who's the other banana? Oh, really nice. <laughs> they had those three megastars in the ring, and you're like, all right, well, now they just need two more people for Survivor Series. Like, I can see that being a group for Survivor Series. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Ooh. There you go. There's there's your men. Yeah. And it's gonna be that team versus the the mix of Judgment Day and Bloodline. Where does Roman fit? Shit, is he not gonna be at War Games Survivor Series? Wow. I don't think he would be there. Back to the island of relevancy, baby. Crazy. He's going to yeah. show up for Crown Jewel, make that Saudi money, and then take more time off until the Rumble. Crazy. Hey, if there's any man that deserved that fucking kind of vacation time, he, he's earned my he's earned my money. I'm my dollar. It's but funny, what? though. It's funny because you, we all remember how we felt when Brock was the part-time champion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do think and maybe not so much with us, I think people are starting to feel the same way about Roman as a part-time champ now as well. I think they're getting sick of this whole uh, he's breaking records, but he ain't defending. Yep. You know? And yep. Seth yeah. is defending it every fucking week or every three weeks or so. You know, he's a, he's a workhorse champ, and Roman Reigns is the part-time champ. That's, that's what, when you look but at these it. Re- these records, though, you know, I mean, they're, they're 50 years old, man. Like, it's a whole yeah. different age. They weren't defending the title every month at that time either. They, and that's why people don't know that. That's the thing. Yeah. People are stupid. Spoiled brats. Well, that's the WWE's fault. They never actually, like, even what, growing up and watching the beginning of the pay-per-views where they used to say this stuff, they never said it. Like, that's how they presented it. You know, they just said he, he was a wrestling champ for 1,500 days. Like, no, you yeah. weren't. You know, he just had a good run. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tell me, we're, we're here now. Main event time. This is one that I wanted to chime in a lot more. I think finally we have something that we all can agree deserves to be the right match to end the pay-per-view. We have Seth Rollins versus Shinsuke Nakamura. We have the best Seth Rollins, in my opinion, right now. <clears throat> the best he's ever been in his career. And we have Shinsuke Nakamura, which we all wanted a legitimate Shinsuke Nakamura. And I feel like we finally have him. Now they put these two savages in a ring. This route, oh man, I'm in it. I'm in it. I'm going to just lead it off. <clears throat> I'm sorry. I got to go. 
I, I'm smoking right now. Let's go, man. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> uh, I got Seth Rollins retaining. And that one, that one was tough because I want to see the best of three. But Seth Rollins retains. I, and I kills me because I know Shinsuke probably deserves a title right now. This is the best yeah. guy you're going to get. Yep. So, uh, you might have more to say, but I just want to tag off of you mentioning this is the best the best Shin and the best Seth. I agree that this is the best Shinsuke Nakamura that we have seen, but you really think this is the best Seth Rollins in all of his career? I don't Man. know about since AJ Styles, yeah. Since AJ Styles, what are you talking about? Since uh, his feud with AJ Styles, even though his WrestleMania match with AJ Styles was kind of weak, uh, he had some good matches with AJ Styles. Are oh, you talking about Shinsuke? You're talking about Shinsuke? Not bad. Yeah, I'm talking about Shinsuke. You yeah, think what, what about Seth? He said, no, he's asking about Seth. Oh, I misheard you. Yes. I think I think the best Seth Rollins. I I mean I think this would be a good debate actually. It's it's either the authority Seth Rollins hmm. or the initial uh Monday Night Messiah Seth Rollins. Oh, uh, when he took out Rey Mysterio's eye. Hell yeah. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> Ray. <laughs> right now, Seth Rollins, all he's got is the people singing his song. Yeah. Other than that, I mean, he's he's just a he's a similar version of the heel Seth Rollins with his character. That that's just my opinion. I feel like I I said that because I feel like I'm more drawn into him being on TV now. Like, that's a fair point because him as the World Heavyweight Championship up until now has felt kind of whatever. Yeah. Correct. But now it's at least it 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 means something because there's a good feud behind it, and to th- for that honestly, I don't even give the kudos to Seth. I give the kudos to Shinsuke. Very true. Yeah, but he that's fucked. the thing. It's like Seth needs to be like I said, babyface champs never last. Like they always fail. Right? It's very tough. Maybe Stone Cold is probably the only babyface champ that I can remember. Um, but it, it, you got to remember, like, it it just never, I don't know what it is. It's because we kind of get like, we don't get, I'm not sick of seeing Seth Rollins. It's right. not that. Like, I'm not sick of anything that he's doing. It's just, it's literally it just comes out. They sing his song. It's kind of, it kind of re- resembles, I mean, I know he's in the champ right now. Uh, I disregard the history, but I like, I'm, I like to compare right now Seth Rollins to how Chris Jericho is in AEW. Like, I feel, I personally feel Chris Jericho has run his course in AEW. And he's just coming out, they sing his song. And whatever the fuck he's doing with whatever buffoon he's wrestling. Seth Rollins, he's coming out. He sing his song. Seth Rollins is the champ, though. He's he's obviously a lot younger. Obviously, that's a whole different story. And he's the workhorse of a world champion but it's just i liked i do like what's going on in this match i am very 
into this match because because of heel Shinsuke Nakamura. And it's unfortunate, unless we get a shock, it's unfortunate that Shinsuke will not gain anything from this. Because once he's done with Seth, he's going to go back to being irrelevant. And it's kind of sad. Uh, then again, I, I, I can't say that because we haven't seen what Triple H does with stars that he builds and what happens after they they fail. You know, we're going to see with Drew when he faces Cody. And now we're going to see with Shin. I'm trying to think anything Triple H has done also recently. Um, I, I maybe, I mean, a totally different title, but Chad Gable had that run, you know, facing Gunther. And now Chad Gable is having some hard times. He's losing. He, but he wants to eventually come get that title. Okay. Can I ask you a question? Because you're saying, you know, he had his run with Gunther and now he's struggling. Yes. Would you say Gunther might be, maybe, maybe Gunther made Chad Gable during that feud? Like, would Chad Gable have been able to get his recognition, get his pops, get his time if it was anybody else except Gunther? I I still think so because Gunther... To that level, though, because there was well, it was a the, real, real push. The level Chad you're you're talking about is the fact that Gunther needed to break the reign of honky honky tonk man. Right, right, right. But Chad Gable, I feel like, is the first threat to his year run that I can remember. I don't even know what the fuck Gunther faced on SmackDown. I know he faced yeah. Drew and she- Sheamus, but I feel like what felt more believable. And it comes to Chad Gable's character and what he did in the ring. He told a story in the fucking ring. That man should have been Kurt Angle's son. And it's unfortunate (laughs) how he just got mistreated for years because he could have been the next Kurt Angle. He still could be. I'm sorry. I don't know how old he is. You know, we always say wrestlers in their late 30s, early 40s is when – you know, they become that guy, you know? So look at Damian Priest. That fucking guy's holding the senior Mr. Money in the Bank right there. Like, he's senior Money in the Bank. He's 40 years old. L.A. Knight, 40 years old. It, it's it's kind of wild how that's, like, the, the age range. And maybe Chad Gable, I don't know how old he is. He might be falling in that range where maybe we finally do get something with him. I feel like... Now, obviously, the rumor rumors in the past have been Gunther is a favorite to win the Men's Royal Rumble. But now, look at LA Knight and what's happening with him. How can you not capitalize on that? And if Gunther is still the champ by the Royal Rumble, he's going to lose at WrestleMania. He's going to lose. His, he finally got his loss to Chad Gable. If he loses the title to Chad Gable at WrestleMania, that's six months or however many months left of hard times that Chad Gable is going to rebuild himself on TV. You know, he's losing this, he's doing that. I get, we all get it, but it's, I don't know who's going to be the one to dethrone Gunther. I have one guy in mind and he's the current NXT champ because he's the one who dethroned Gunther back in NXT UK as the, uh, the, the United Kingdom champ. And that's, what's his name? Ila Dragunov. That's the guy who has Gunther's number, because but no one knows about it because no one watched. But the true 
fans, if they know history, Eli is the one who defeated Gun- uh, Gunther back in the day. Chad Gable just technically defeated him. And who knows what's going to happen. But I, as of right now, I really don't see Gunther winning the Royal Rumble. And hey, if he's, yes. So is Seth Rollins going to win or Shinsuke? Because you're way off that match now. <laughs> well, you guys started going. This is your fault. So I have Seth Rollins win. Uh, I'll keep mine a little bit shorter since I gave you my opinion at the beginning of the podcast. And if you don't remember what I said, go back and listen to it. Make sure you like, subscribe, follow, hit that notification bell. Um, I have Seth Rollins retaining. I um I really like what Shinsuke has been doing. But it's still Seth Rollins' freaking belt. It's still his reign. Um, Seth, uh, sorry, Shinsuke has really helped Seth elevate the title. This has been the perfect opponent for him at the perfect time because, I don't know, it's kind of getting kind of forgettable for a little bit. But now this puts him back on the spot. He is the fighting champion. He's having, I think this is going to be match of the night. I mean, not a lot of matches to choose from, but definitely match of the night for me. Uh, yeah, Seth Rollins retains. Well, is there a cash-in? No. I also have no. I don't have a cash-in myself. I have yes. Ooh. Just because Please. I said it was going to happen last month and it didn't. So <laughs> I think if you ask me every uh, premium live event going forward, I'm going to say yes because eventually I'm going to do it. Well, I can give you that that insider knowledge if you want to know when the cash is. We should start putting down points for yes or no. Not just like, if you get Oh, like you get a negative one. Yeah, like you pick yes and you he cashed in, you get the point. But if I pick no and it, it was correct, you get the point. Yeah, we do that now. Do we? Yeah, no. I'm sacrificing a point no, every, every, every pay-per-view. Yeah, we do. Yeah, but you're not getting an L. Right. That's what he's saying. Oh, if you get it wrong, that now it becomes like, ah, oh, shit. Is he he ain't, gonna a, he ain't, he ain't a fucking batch man. <laughs> he's he's uh. What's the know, rumor? I won't. You want me to spoil it? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's just a rumor. It doesn't mean it's real. Very true. Yeah, take it all with a grain of salt. Uh, they will not be teasing a cash in, even though Seth keeps fucking dying after everything he's involved, which doesn't make sense for Priest, but. The rumor is right now he will not be attempting cash-ins or teasing in a way until about December slash January, which then when he does cash in, he's going to fail. And that will lead to uh, something with the judgment day if either he gets kicked out or whatever. Ray, Ray is going to be mad, clearly, so. Don't fuck, it, don't fuck, don't fuck Ray talking Ripley. Talking about teasing, they showed him backstage on SmackDown while they were, I think it was while they were showing the Seth and Shinsuke uh, shit. So he, he he's a part of this, man. He still is. Just don't see him doing it. He's the senor. I know. I... I... It's a last man standing match, bro. Like, how the fuck does he, how the hell is he not gonna come and cash in? These guys are gonna kill each other. It's the dumbest logic in the world, bro. Come on. It's all yeah. about that. They want that shock factor. If he keeps doing it every month, it doesn't become fucking. It's like, oh, where bro, is he? 
I think this is a good time because they haven't really been talking about it. So no one anything. Very true. All we need, listen, paint the picture. Smart. He's got a fucking faction behind him. It's a last man standing match. Come out. We're both their fucking asses. It's a double count out, last man standing. Cashes in, pin them, it's over. And then what? He's the champ. And then what? They they should then, have then, then you get a triple threat match. You get the senor and Seth Rollins and Shinsuke in a triple threat match. Sign me up, baby. Sounds good to me. It's all about just like the bloodline. It's all about prolonging the inevitable. Yeah, the we're, we're in the third inning. We're in the third inning. LA Knight's in the third inning right now, too. Yeah. The good things come to those yeah. who wait. Well, guys, that's gonna wrap it up for the WWE oh. Fast Lane oh. pay-per-view. What? Two more bonuses. We're, yeah, we're at the bonus? bottom of the ninth inning. They may be in the third inning, but we still gotta play the bottom of the ninth inning. We have our bonus questions at the end. Uh <laughs> no, I hit them all. Who's no, opening was... the pay-per-view? I'll start it. Who's gonna open the pay-per-view? I have John Cena and LA Knight opening the pay-per-view to get the crowd hyped up. Wow, I have Judgment Day versus Cody and Jay. I, I also have Judgment Day versus Cody and Jay. I got Lashley and the Street Profits <laughs> kicking it up. Uh, and to close it out, you know what? Put some respect on that heavyweight title. Give me Seth versus Shinsuke, last man standing, closing it out. Yeah. Gotta be. It's gotta, it's gotta be. be. They closed out last yeah. pay-per-view. He's going to close out again because Roman ain't there. Gotta yes, be. sir. I, I also have Seth Rollins main eventing tonight. And to are we all everyone give their bonus? Yep. Seth. If you if you listen to us this long, uh obviously if you haven't been watching the rumors, the whole rumors with CM Punk. And I'll leave it out at this. If you haven't been noticing the teases, not only on SmackDown this past uh last uh, last night, also in the recent promos with Seth Rollins regarding puppet, uh, puppeteer, best in the world. Everything has been teased in Seth Rollins promos. And Seth Rollins fucking hates CM Punk, by the way. He has an interview from last year. Thinks he's a cancer, rightfully so. Um, Corey Graves tonight, if you didn't hear it on commentary, said the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was making the world forget that he existed. Survivor Series is in Chicago, damn it. And I, uh, as Insider BA, I am on board where I believe he's fucking coming. What would be a bigger, uh, what would be a bigger shock factor for the WWE and for the WWE universe, the crowd? CM Punk showing up in Chicago or CM Punk showing up at the Rumble, number 30? I think Chicago. Holy I think heck. the crowd would probably. Oh, damn. That Chicago crowd, bro. I like feel like too many, within yourself. too many people expect it in Chicago, though. <clears throat> this is true. But that the pop true. would he, be. He, pop. He, he'll definitely get the bigger pop, I think, in Chicago for obvious but reasons. Like, what would shock you more? Like, it wouldn't shock me if he came back in Chicago as much as, like, all right, here we are. It's the Rumble. And then, boom, like 29 or 30. It's It still wouldn't shock you, though. Pump. Like, I'm. It's wild it's to me that Triple like, H and W is gonna sign that man. Oh man, it's just one. Of, I feel like comebacks are better at the Rumble. They just hit different. I mean, if I he really, if he really is coming back, and you know, Seth is 
mentioning some of his shit in his promos. Correct. That hates, dislikes, whatever you want to call it, CM Punk. This is just showing that Seth can do business because business rules all. It's best. And if WWE is bringing back CM Punk, it's because CM Punk is coming back to do business with a real wrestling company. Sorry, AEW. And that's, and he knows he can't pull the shit he was doing in AEW with these EVPs that he, so I heard if he does come in, he's already got it. He's got to, apparently, he's got to mend things over with Roman Reigns. That's the locker room leader right now. So we'll see. I, it's a, we're still uh, still a month and a half away from uh, Chicago, but I just wanted to end the show off with that because I've I've picked up on that. I've read the rumors, and now the rumors are coming out that he could be coming. Pretty big. We'll see. With that being said, <laughs> like, share, follow, retweet, and subscribe. It's the five things you got to do. This is. Smack Talk giving you fast lane predictions. The People's Podcast. We're signing out. Peace.